SSDD, same shit, different day. Stephen King, Dreamcatcher. Hey, Justin. Kayla. Well, we just jumped from our quarterly review to our first book of 2020, which is Dreamcatcher. Did you know anything about this book? Had you heard of it or seen the movie or anything? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. That sounds a lot better. All right, great. Yeah, so you had read Dreamcatcher before, (laughs) right? Oh, yes. Um, I had read Dreamcatcher when it came out. Um, I did a buddy read, I guess you could call it, with my grandfather, who was the big Stephen King fan. And it came out, and he was like, let's read together. And then we were like, oh, this book sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Re- oh. <laughs> yeah. Re- woman is, uh, that's yeah that's uh that, that's a that's a kind undertaking of you <laughs> yeah it it was it was pretty rough upon reread and uh you know and my grandfather and i though we didn't get up give up we went to go see the movie when it came out in 2003 and it sucked somehow worse than the book sucked um and that's quite a feat uh, it was pretty rough yeah <laughs> Now, uh, I somehow was oblivious even to the movie, and uh, you know that came out in an era when I saw a lot of movies, unlike uh, mm. day. And um, and it, you know, if you look at the cast of that movie, most of them went on to do pretty cool and good things. Yeah, um, should have been good. But <laughs> I was, yeah, I was completely oblivious to the existence of that movie, um, and certainly, you know, that it had been a fairly big budget movie yeah it was big budget decent cast um some special effects as you can imagine if you've read the book um and it was terrible but you know they didn't have a lot to work with um so they were it's one of those where it probably should have been uh either heavily changed and they did change the ending quite a bit in the movie still stupid though um (laughs) but they did change it yeah oof it was rough Uh... Well, before we get too deep into our bitching, since you've read it twice, I'll certainly <laughs> let you give me a plot summary. Sure. Um, again, this one is kind of tough to give a plot summary about, but I'll do kind of a big overview. Um, so it's kind of set back near Derry, Maine. So we're back again. And it's about a group of four friends um, who all go to stay in a cabin in the woods each year, I believe. Um, to kind of reconnect and go hunting together. And during their stay, they have uh, some strange interactions with people lost in the woods. Um, And turns out these people are infected with an alien slash alien disease. Turns out it's like holes spreading through this area. The U.S. military is in the area. um, And people just keep getting sicker and sicker. Uh, The aliens are not only just kind of the typical greys that you might think of, but they also can take over your body. And they're also a fungus. And uh, also these creatures (laughs) that they call shit weasels. 
um, right. which yeah. cause flatulence and shitting and vomiting and all the farting happens the whole time throughout the book. <laughs> and that's pretty much what the book is about. It's about these four friends trying to figure the situation out and get out of it alive. The military is also the baddies, which happens a lot in Stephen King's yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. Then there's yeah, there's a huge military conspiracy mm-hmm. and yeah, there's there's a lot going on here. Uh yeah. about eight hundred pages worth of stuff going on here. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh yes it is. And we mentioned before um this book was written in or was published in 2001 and it was written after Stephen King um was famously and unfortunately um uh, in a car accident where he was hit by a car and was in a lot of pain on a lot of pain medication um and he wrote this book kind of seems like on a whim it seemed like his publishing company was expecting another book and he gave them this before it <laughs> it's just kind of a a strange uh book that he just felt like he needed to write i guess and uh um, yeah, yeah. And kind of from what he said he basically would sit down and get hopped up on painkillers and and write this one longhand yeah uh, on, pa- on you know yeah uh pen and paper but uh uh yeah there's yeah, there's just there's a lot going on in this book, and uh, not a lot of it works. Um, so <laughs> it's it's pro- it's not wor- it's not worth a ton of our time or our listeners' time. But we can kind of discuss, I guess, our big uh, our big. Well, let me. D- did you think there was anything that really works mm. well or okay in this book? Okay, the the thing that I think actually works is. And it works in Stephen King's other books. When he has like a very, very personal experience with something, it can come out in his writing in really good ways. So I think the way that he writes about uh, physical pain comes out yeah. in really good bits of writing. So one of the characters, Jonesy, um, has experienced a car accident as well and is recovering from his injuries Um and is kind of constantly in pain, like a kind of low level of pain. And he remembers being... Uh, very hurt and then he's taken over by Mr. Gray so Mr. Gray's kind of in control of his body so to me that kind of felt like Mr. Gray is maybe representative of like the painkillers and they take over your body and you're in a lot of physical pain Um, and I think that those parts for me were the strongest in the book Um, worked for me very well (laughs) I just think that King was able to use his experience and what he was going through at that moment to really influence that one particular character's um, experiences in the book. Um, what about you? Did anything work for you in this? Yeah. yeah I, you know, there, I guess probably I would say the first, the first hundred pages or so I was intrigued. Uh, hmm. I, was, I was intrigued by the setup, you know, um, and maybe, Maybe that's just an indication that it takes us way too long to to actually get the ball rolling in this book uh, because mm. we still don't know that much. I think by the by the hundred page mark, um, mm-hmm. you know, all of our characters are still alive at that point and whatnot. Uh, yes, but um. uh, but you know, pretty pretty quickly after that, uh, <laughs> you kind of see how see which way things are developing, and so yeah, so you know. 
yeah, I was okay with the idea of, you know, another Stephen King alien book because like like we just talked about, we both enjoyed Tommy Knockers to mm-hmm. a to a pretty good degree. Um so, you know, I didn't this was, you know, I think book uh book 30 or so for us, so I didn't have mm-hmm. any problem with him revisiting that well. Um but uh yeah, just didn't work uh no so so much confusing stuff and we can talk about some of it but (laughs) yeah i would say really for me the only thing that worked is the very the very basic setup and then after that once he actually tries to make it all link together it just completely goes off the rails for sure and i think it's the way it starts you know you've got this setup of these friends who are adults and they're they have this past childhood experiences together um, and they're reconnecting, coming back together, and you think like, oh, okay, it's going to be kind of like it. Like, the, that's a really good part of it where the adults are coming back and they have this connection. And then pretty quickly, you just kind of, some of the characters die really early. And then some characters are all separated from each other in different ways. And so there's never, until the very end, kind of a group reunification to yeah, defeat the exactly. evil. Yeah, but you don't, it, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you never get that you know it explains why the characters he explains why the characters have this bond and everything um mm-hmm. but, but yeah you never really as the reader get the same sense for the strength of that bond um that, yes. that you do yeah. that you do in it certainly absolutely um, yeah even it never though, pays and, you off. know even though in this case the characters have have really have kept in touch you know they they get together at least once a year um mm-hmm. or in it it was you know the characters had really blo- blocked out all of those memories um but, for sure but still still you don't you don't feel those relationships the same way that you did in it yeah for sure um and and that's a shame because he he's really good at that most of the time but this it just really fell apart for me and I really, I liked the character Jonesy probably the most. Everyone else kind of sucked. Like, they, I didn't think they were good characters. I didn't care about them or what they were contributing to the story or the group. Um, he really wants you to care about Duddits, who uh, is Douglas Cavell, who is a character in the book who is someone with Down syndrome. Um, yeah who they saved and he Stephen King really wants you to care about Duddits, but he's not really given anything except for he is the one who connects these other people together. Um, He almost doesn't even have his really own agency that much in the book. He's just kind of there for them, which is troublesome, you know? Um, Yeah. To be honest, I reached a point fairly quickly where I was just really tired of trying to interpret what Duddits was saying. Uh, you know, yeah. That got yeah. the, the Duddits speak got really old for me uh pretty quick. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I, the characters I, will tell you, but sometimes King expects you to just figure and, and, right. uh, uh, yeah. I you know, I, I I have an actual child of my own, you know, fortunately not with Down <laughs> syndrome, but it's still still hard enough to figure out what a normal two-year-old is saying. Uh, I didn't really want to do it with a character in a book. Yeah, it's it's a he's a troublesome character and a lot of people have pointed that out in reviews and things like uh it's not the most sensitively written character uh, no. in King's uh repertoire of characters who are 
also not written sensitively, but you know, right? Um, but yeah. yeah, but well, but in a yeah, there, I'm here. sorry, dropped out for a second. Yeah, dropped out. Uh, all right, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, another big, I guess my absolute biggest complaint with this book is to the alien the whole alien concept is just overly convoluted in this <laughs> yes, book you know there there are there are there are there are three different forms of mm-hmm. them and they're all related somehow but it's never really even explained why there are three forms of them and you're by the end you're not even sure if all of the forms are are real yeah yeah and, uh, what the heck <laughs> you know yeah so there's 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 the fungus form which uh i guess is i guess you would say is the dominant form mm-hmm. you know that's the one that really controls all of the other ones and then there's there's the ass weasels <laughs> uh, which oh, are, are just <laughs> are just so yeah are just so ridiculous that they don't even really merit much more comment and then there's the gray boys yes. and by the end i was just thoroughly confused as to whether the gray boys even had truly existed at any point right right uh and yeah you know maybe if it i don't i even if i guess if he had somehow just had two forms living in a symbiotic relationship i could have figured mm-hmm. it out but I, I with with all three of them having you know this complex interplay and then a lot of the human characters not ever really figuring out what was what with them I it, it lost me and I didn't even really care that it lost yeah me. I think and and too I I get that there's an appeal I love alien stories like I've said before they're really I think they're really hard to pull off um and the king throws all of like super gross stuff. There's lots of shitting. There's lots of things eating through people's bodies and like throats ripping and like all kinds of crazy stuff. But it still manages to be super slow and boring to me. Um, and I think that that's its biggest fault. It's like I'm fine with it being ridiculous, but at a certain point, it's like at least make it move quick. <laughs> Make it yeah fast. no ab- absolutely <laughs> yeah no we still we spend a lot of time with these characters you know riding in cars or yeah or walking you know walk walking on the trails back to the cabin mm-hmm. and, thinking uh, about their jobs there's and, just a lot yeah. of Ugh. yeah there's a lot of kind of traveling and thinking time mm-hmm. that that we don't need all of it no absolutely not um and you know we have long monologues from the really crazy um abraham kurtz who's the colonel who's in charge of this getting rid of aliens business um and we have long monologues from him that that are really rambling and it's like i get i get the point i think i understand the character i don't need all of this stuff yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) Yeah. no it's like yeah yeah i've i've read heart of darkness i've seen apocalypse (laughs) now like i know i know this character and it's even you know, but it's not even until a few hundred pages after he's introduced that that King that you know that someone even says like, oh, that wasn't even really his name. He just, you know, he stole the name because he liked that character. Yeah. So for the <laughs> for the first few hundred pages, I was just like, 
wait, is he really just going to steal the name Kurtz and, <laughs> and like not, you know, not acknowledge that there are other uh, much more famous works that, that use that, that same name for a uh, similar but much better flushed yes. out character. <laughs> yeah, I think the much better aspect is the part that gets you into trouble. Uh, it's like, yeah, if you're going to steal that, at least make it different enough and interesting enough. But no, not not so much. Um, yeah, I felt uh, this book was, it's tough to reread. It, you know, I knew it was happening. It was like, this is so boring. <laughs> um so yeah this was probably uh, a kind of a rough start to the year um but you know i i look forward and i'm like okay it's got there's some point i'm not sure when it will be but at some point it'll go up from here <laughs> we'll see we'll see um, yeah no i uh yeah yeah i think i yeah i actually yeah i finished this one uh somewhere i finished this one before the end of 2019 mm-hmm. so I, I i lump it in with the the end of last year's books so that i could have a fresh nice. start uh, <laughs> with the new year but uh and i think you did too right you finished it on new I year's did. eve according yes. to our to our log sheet so yeah so you can lump it in with uh 2019 and you know there's more still more good than bad in 2019 even when you include it's true picture, it's so. very true <laughs> um yeah, no, you know, I, yeah, I, I, there's nothing else that I even really want to talk about with this book. You know, you, anyone who reads it and has read any of his other stuff can, can see what he's going for, you know, uh, referentially, both in, with his own work in terms of it and Tommy Knockers and whatnot, but also with a bunch of mm-hmm. other pop culture books and and movies. And uh, unfortunately, it just, it yeah, just it's just a mess. But uh, yeah, uh, ready for crowns? Do you have anything else before we, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I. I. I really. I. I feel like you know, in the last ten books or so, I've given out multiple one crown ratings, and I tried to think of ways that I could get this to a two crown, and there's really just no way <laughs> I can justify it. So Same. One crown. Yeah. I. I thought about that too. I was like, oh, you know, kind of hard to start off the first podcast of the year with the one crown but it did it deserves it <laughs> it deserves it no kingflation for this one yeah no you know after considering considering length and quality i would go so far as to say this is probably my second least favorite of the ones that we've read uh behind wow. only insomnia Oof, that's uh, yeah that's rough but it might also be true for me and i think because i've read it twice it doesn't it tested my patience <laughs> probably more than than a yeah book. i'm sure yeah, i could you definitely know, a lot see of that it's like well at least this is different because it's new to me but this one i was like oh man i've been dreading it since the beginning but you know we're over that hurdle now <laughs> yeah hey we're, we're over, over it, it. Yeah. and um we're over it yeah so uh yeah so we'll just talk that one up to a to a 2019 <laughs> book so that we can start fresh uh for 2020 um and uh yeah i'm kind of excited about this next episode we are uh revisiting our old friend jack sawyer and uh diving into yeah i'm looking forward to it all right cool well i'll talk to you soon kayla For more of our Stephen King adventures, please follow us on Instagram at The Year of King.